I'm Caitlin. I'm Rachel. I'm Emmy. So it's fellowship time. That's the rumor. There's a fellowship, and there's a ring. Some elves are getting up to stuff, and I guess a few hobbits. I, li- I like hobbits. <laughs> I've always felt actually a good kinship with hobbits, because they eat and they drink. And sends him on a quest. Gandalf super doesn't really want Frodo to get out of the house. Suck it, Gandalf. Pipeweed? Pull up an armchair, grab a pipe and a pint from the Green Dragon. So you want to read Tolkien? Reading The Fellowship of the Ring. So, here we are for a slight change of programming. Um, We are unable to find a day where we can all just get drunk and not have responsibilities afterwards. So we're postponing that episode for a bit. And we're going to do our first Fellowship episode, which is not a reading episode, uh, more of a, a, a discussion, I suppose. I just had a side thought as you were talking about how we can't find a date to get drunk together. Like, God, we're just, like boring adults with responsibilities. <laughs> Trying to be responsible about things. That's well, really, we should stop that. <laughs> it's really my fault because I there's like three days a week that I have to go to work at night. So I can't, I can't get drunk and then go to work. <laughs> I mean, so she says, probably inadvisable. Yeah. So it's my fault, but um, we're, we're still, we're going to try to find a time to drunkenly watch the animated Hobbit movie. But for oh now, um, we are going to talk about, like, we're not doing, for the Lord of the Rings trilogy, we're going to do the movies after we read the book. But I still wanted to do just a short little episode before each book, just discussing, because I think it's been a while since any of us read the books, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah? And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I think back on the book, I get it all confoofled with the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. So I just wanted to have a little chat about that. Um, so how many times have you guys read Fellowship of the Ring? One. Um, twice full through. Yeah, I think that's what mine is too. Twice full through and then read like my favorite bits a bunch yeah or (laughs) i've also read like a bunch of books about lord of the rings Mm -hmm. so sometimes then i'd you know look stuff up alongside that and that sort of thing yeah yeah so i i should clarify for people i read the books the first time when i was pretty young like 10 ish uh and would reread them in bits and pieces and then i went to start a full reread uh, four-ish years ago, five, somewhere in there, and I got literally halfway through, like halfway through Two Towers. So semi-recent for half of it. Busy or? Uh, yeah, I like graduated college and stuff like that. Kind of gotcha. sucked. Gotcha. So I first read Fellowship after the uh, movie trilogy came out. So um, at the end of Return of the King, I finally picked up all of the books. Um and I read, I mean, that was like when I was in sixth or seventh grade, some point in middle school. So I was a wee hobbit and I hardly remember any of them. I Maybe because I saw the movie first, I feel like I attached most of the thoughts I had while reading the book to the movie. Like mm-hmm. that aesthetic was already in my mind, right. which wasn't a bad thing. I loved the movies. Um, but as it happens, I have... Now, seeing the movies so many times, I have very little memory of like specific instances that are are exclusive to the book. Right. Yeah, I have that problem too. So I first read the trilogy when I was 
14 or 15? Uh, uh, nice. One of those. Um, but to be fair, I am older than the two of you, so that may have been around the same time that you guys read it. <laughs> Thank you for making me feel ancient with your <laughs> grade six or whatever. That's um, why I very specifically didn't give a time ago for that. <laughs> I appreciate that, Rachel. Thanks. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I read them, and then I, w- I think I only read them once before seeing the movies, and then I read them again after Return of the King had come out. So, like, three years later, I read all three books again, and then after that, I've just sort of read bits and pieces, like I said. So, I'm looking forward to revisiting the trilogy in whole. Yeah, so that's been a while. Right? Yeah. Like, 2003. Yeah, shit. It doesn't feel that long ago. <laughs> like, it does, but it doesn't. It's a long time. Yeah. We're old. All of us. <laughs> well, some of us more so than others. But anyways, so what? why don't you think you reread the books other than the obvious of, you know, time? Um, I think it's probably because at the period of time, right, I was so young when I read them that I didn't enjoy reading them as much as I could have, I think, if I had taken more time mm-hmm. with them. Um so, because I didn't enjoy it the first time, instead of picking them up ever again, I just watched the movies. That's fair. They're That's my fair. rainy day movies. I could yeah. watch them all the time, forever. Yeah, I think the books I reread tend to be the ones that I don't have to put a lot of thought into and just kind of slip right back in. And if I've read it before and kind of done the slog of something that takes a little bit more attention, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily want that for my pleasure rereading. Um, so that's part of why when I tried to reread, it was a concerted effort, but then I had like glasses and stuff. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're trying to like evoke certain feelings when you reread a book, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. the nostalgia factor, but then there's also those emotions, um, that you want to revisit or, uh, reignite. And I didn't get a lot of that with the books when I read them, um, because, I was I was tiny and they're written in that tone like that very classical dry tone with a mm-hmm. lot of detail that unless you can appreciate the writing style I don't think you connect to the emotions as deeply as you would with you know my favorite fantasy novels. All right. My reason is much weirder. Um when I reread a book, I prefer to listen to the audiobook. Hmm. And I despise the Lord of the Rings audiobooks. I've tried <laughs> three times to listen to them, and I hate the guy reading them. I wonder why. Uh, I It's because he reads them completely differently. Than, like, sometimes when I listen to an audiobook, which is why I like to reread books through audiobooks, um, they interpret things differently than I do, and it's just a different way of looking at things, and I like that. But this dude interprets, like, the whole tone of the story differently than the way I did and I just can't get into it Mm. like he reads it like he is a old (laughs) fuddy-duddy you know he does not read it like a fun fantasy adventure Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I can't I I don't I can't get into it I'm I feel zero connection to the story then and that kind of turned me off rereading it for a while because like my preferred avenue was not working that's really fascinating Yeah. And yeah, so that's why most of the time I would just choose to, well, just read my favorite bits and feel the emotions I want to feel and then I'm good. Yeah. See, I think part of my problem is that back when I did first read them, I would reread my favorite bits. 
but then it went so long in between that now I don't remember my favorite bits, and so I right. can't even just sort of slip in. Um, I, I really actually wanna, have. Okay. I, I was going to say I have a bit of that problem too, but uh-huh. I always remember one of my favorite bits. Mm-hmm. Sorry, carry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was just thinking I still don't have copies of it to read from right now because I have copies, but I want to get ones that um, well, one new ones because it's fun, but. Uh, that I can really actually like kind of mark in and be like, mm-hmm. here is my favorite stuff. Right, yes. So I realized that we just talked about how we've forgotten a lot about what's in the books, but do you remember anything in the books that you missed that wasn't in the movie? Or vice versa, or like with Emmy, was there anything when you read the books that you were like, oh, that would have been so good in the movie or whatever? Silence. <laughs> I mean, I know, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. The The big one is just that and he's kind of acquired a bit of a cult following uh is tom bombadil yeah and i (laughs) guess i i do not want him in the movie because i think it would have been kind of weird yeah no i will say i just mean bits in the book that you like that Mm. didn't make it into the movie not necessarily things that you're upset about that didn't make it into the movie just like it's that's what i think of now whenever anyone's like well what in fellowship isn't in the movie like tom bombadil the entire thing doesn't it take like most of the book for them to just get out of the Shire. It's a good chunk. I Like, the halfway point in the book is Rivendell. Yeah. And, and yeah. Which, I actually think the halfway book in the movie is Rivendell also. It, but it is, yeah. But in the movie, we get a lot of other... A lot more happens. Climactically, I mean. Well, actually, I don't know. I was gonna say that we get to see some different points of view than we do in in the book, but... I can really only think of one or two. I don't know. Yeah. I guess, yeah, no. I think it's different when it's like, I don't know, three and a half, four hours of movie time, halfway being getting out of the Shire, and like, this is going to take me a solid chunk of time to read. Yeah. The only things I can think of that I missed in the movies were from later books. I can't really- like, Me too. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm running into problems. Yeah. I, f- I feel like before I saw the movie, a lot of people were- I, I don't remember if we had a solid answer on whether or not Tom Bombadil was going to be in the movie before it was in theaters, but I remember having a lot of discussions with a lot of different people about how upset they were about that, and I just remember being like, how could you put that in a movie? That wouldn't make, that would not work at all in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, no. Why are people upset about this? It's stupid. I know. Um, I do remember when I was rereading it, the part where they're in the, the wood and get like swallowed by the willow. Mm-hmm. And I still, I remember reading that and being like, I have to get to Fangor and be like, did they just replace getting swallowed by a tree? Or was there a scene with that in Two Towers 2, which is like the extended movie with Merry and Pippin? Getting- they, re- they, they put it in in Fangor, yeah. Okay, that's, that's what I thought. But I mean, always, always down for some tree eating. That definitely changed my perspective on willow trees when I was young. and they they gave treebeard some of um tom's lines there Mm -hmm. too so they were kind of acknowledging that they took him out but yeah they're like one one creepy forest is enough guys i don't think tolkien was of that opinion (laughs) no but peter jackson is yeah um i'm trying to think things that i liked in the book that they took out didn't in the book didn't Aragorn carry his the sword with him in pieces? Uh, no, they reforged it for him. But they do. No, do I that. know they do that eventually. But I thought 
if I remember correctly, in the books, he carried the pieces with him. Rather, like in, in the movie, they're introduced in Rivendell, but he had them um, oh, okay. when they met him as Strider. My mm, memory may be 100% faulty here, but I feel like he was carrying them with him. But when the Fellowship is formed in Rivendell in the books, that's when they reforge the sword for him, not later on in Return of the King. Okay. Right, right. But and he so had then, been carrying them previously yeah, and not yeah. just sitting around in Rivendell waiting for him. I believe so. And so it, I remember being like, when I was watching the movie, not understanding why they didn't do that. <laughs> and I was I was fine with it that they did it later. It worked for a nice moment there. Mm-hmm. But I do recall being like, they, this, the sword. Where's the sword? They didn't say anything about it. They didn't. <laughs> they wanted him to be totally disconnected from his family except when they didn't want him to be. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite part of the movie that wasn't in the book or that was changed in the book? Like, you know, things in the movie that you thought were done better or just things... I feel that Bilbo's party was far better in the movie than it was in the book. I mean, it wasn't bad in the book, but the movie got that whole garden party aesthetic, garden party turned drunken rager aesthetic, I should say. <laughs> Hobbits on a drunken rager. I like it. Uh, this is a very controversial opinion, you know, but I'm glad they let Arwen do some stuff. Yeah. I <laughs> I seem to think in the animated Lord of the Rings, they replace Glorfindel with Legolas. So you're introduced to him <laughs> earlier. Wow. Of course, we always just add Legolas for every single... Yeah. He's um, the only one we care about, Rachel. But I, I do... That was what I was going to say. I do like that they let... Arwen be a part of the main story and not just relegated to the appendices. Yeah. And I thought she did that bit with rescuing Frodo really well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and it made sense for it to be her. Yeah. While I was thinking about Arwen, I was reminded about how one of our our favorite topics of like trying to map out geography and, and travel routes mm-hmm. is like at the end of Fellowship, like there's the whole thing where um, uh, Boromir is like only going along with them because it kind of goes along with his route, but they're talking about possible diversions and stuff. And there's a whole lot of talking about people's different travel plans. Yeah. (laughs) That's a very weirdly distinct memory, but (laughs) (laughs) I remember being like, I have a map and I'm still not sure what they're talking about. (laughs) When you think back on the books, what book does Boromir die in? And now I'm... I've never really thought about it. Is it the beginning of Two Towers? It is. But I know okay, people... that was my guess because I... Well, you wouldn't have I asked it that assumed Fellowship way. would have been yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, I've gotten into some intense arguments with people about that because they just did not believe me that it was not in Fellowship. Yeah. Well, and I know, I mean, obviously the, uh, the Two Towers uh, Return of the King split is way different. Yeah, that they were just confused about or something. I don't even know what happened there. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, th- I think I there's like, even... Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like I remember getting to the end of Fellowship and being like, wait, Boromir's not dead yet? And like, okay, I guess I got to pick up the next one. Yeah. I, I seem to recall in one of the special features on the Return of the King DVDs, even Peter Jackson was like, and then we had all these scenes that we hadn't gotten to in the two towers that we somehow had to work in. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of sounds the... like my essay writing strategy right now. Here, I have <laughs> these bits of essay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was, uh, has anything in particular about fellowship 
not the trilogy, but just Fellowship, you know, stayed with you throughout the years? Any of the lines or scenes or characters? You know, what 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 draws you to the book? Apparently geography. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Think, you know, given that I haven't, I have very few memories of Fellowship and have had no urge to reread them until now, I think nothing drew me to the book. I am coming up with a whole bunch of things from Two Towers and Return of the King. I suspect this is going to be a problem throughout. <laughs> because you said, in Fellowship only, now... Yeah. I know, and I'm just yep, like, yep. Uh, I've limited myself. There's got to be a name for that psychological phenomenon. But I mean, everyone loves Aragorn, and we have to wait too long to meet him. Yeah. Um, I am pretty sure that Aragorn was like the first book character I ever fell in love with. Interesting. See, I don't remember- I can see it. And that was before seeing the movies. I don't remember feeling that strongly about Aragorn. Yeah. I felt very strongly about Frodo. <laughs> He's my favorite character in the in the series. I saw the movies first, and I was, you know, 12 years old, so I felt very strongly about Legolas. <laughs> he was yeah, blonde fair. and beautiful. <laughs> hey, I was 16 when that movie came out, and a lot of my friends felt very strongly about Legolas, because yeah. he was yeah. blonde and beautiful. Well, and Orlando was, Bloom did a good job on that one. That was just one. Orlando yeah. Bloom's, like, ultimate heyday between that and Pirates. It was, yeah. It was yeah. a good time for... Uh... Yeah, I guess Pirates That's came true. out in between Fellowship and Two Towers, or in between Two Towers and Return of the King? I think Two Towers and Return of the King, but yeah. I'm not actually sure. Somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either. Something. Yeah, I don't... I think, for me, the book just... I mean, Fellowship specifically mm -hmm. isn't necessarily my favorite of the books or the movies, but it's still, like, the gateway to kind of coming home into the world. Yeah. You know, I, so I've, I've been rereading some other, you know, classic fantasies and stuff because it just, no matter what, even if it's a world I haven't gone to before, it's just, it just feels like such a wonderful gateway. Mm -hmm. I guess thinking about it now, what actually stayed with me the most is the Elvish language, mm -hmm. which I've always loved. And it's one of the things that I love reading. And whenever I'm like reading by myself in a room, I'll always read the Elvish out loud because I like the sound of it. Same. Yeah. I still remember one girl in my elementary school had like the book to translate Elvish and stuff and literally everyone would be like, do this, do this, do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like bought the translation book and then it was like really confusing and I never put the effort in. Languages are hard. I do remember learning how to write my name in Elvish. I don't remember what it is now, but I definitely taught myself that when I was younger. Yeah. I don't know if I could say I taught that to myself so much as I just looked it up and copied it. Right. But it was fun. It was a good no, I, one. I think in the books, there, or maybe in the appendices, I don't know, but there is an explanation on how to write with the alphabet or mm -hmm. with um, the Tengmar. So I read that very intensely and figured out <laughs> how to write out my name. Yeah. Does sound like an appendices story. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what really stayed with me, which seems kind of an odd thing. There are definitely scenes in the later books and characters and stuff that stayed with me, but in the first book, it wasn't It wasn't that. I just really liked the elves. Mm -hmm. And not like Legolas, That's but acceptable. like the mystical elves. Like yeah, the ones this that magical they, race of... Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the ones that they way. meet in the woods. I like them, and I like Galadriel, and... Yeah, Fellowship is that sort of very elf-heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what in the heck did I mean... Anything confused you? That, like, you've kind of forgotten. 
Oh, okay. I see what, what I mean. So, like, is there anything from the books or from the movies? Like, what have you got conf- jumbled together in your brain? Like, you think back on it and you're like, I have absolutely no idea if that was a movie original or if that happened in the book. Well, we talked before when we were addressing, like, the Council of Elrond in a previous episode that, like, I had no memory of the fact that there had been no invitations to this, that people just, like, strolled up mm. and sat in on the secret council. Um so I have like no memory of what that looked like in the book, of how that was framed. I only have the movie in my head. Right. I remember picturing it very, very incredibly different, like almost more like a courtroom setting, but in a circle. Like I pictured it indoors. Everybody had their own little place to sit. And like Sam joined Frodo's <laughs> little place to sit. And, but for some reason I had him like sitting on the floor in my brain. Like I remember that very clearly. And then I remember seeing the trailer and they were outside and it was beautiful. And they were all just like in a circle. And I was like, that's not right. And I, (laughs) I don't know. I pictured that very clearly. One of my things in the Fellowship movie, there's a scene that I despise because I don't think it makes any sense for the for like the canon or like the way that they're setting up the dynamics between the characters Mm -hmm. and i hate it so much and i honestly don't remember if it's in the book or not like if tolkien wrote it that way um i'm excited to finally know what what the scene is you've talked about it so i am going to tell you right now it is the scene where they're climbing up the snow and frodo kind of falls and the ring falls off and boromir picks it up and then gives it back to him Mm-hmm. That seems like some bullshit. If I understand that they had him specifically not touch the ring, although I think he kind of does when he reaches out for whatever. <laughs> but if Boromir had it in his hands, I don't think he would give it up. And I think considering the changes that they made to Faramir's character in order to upplay the evilness of the ring, I think that scene incredibly downplays the evilness of the ring. And... Mm-hmm. I don't Without under- the music in the background, yeah, it would be nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just that tense music that ends when Boromir lets it go, like when Frodo snatches it out of his hand. But yeah. it sh- I feel like the music should have been louder or stronger or... Yeah, they made it like, seem sort of like the ring was still very weak at that point when yeah. it's not. But like and 100% it's been its time for this. book Boromir, if he had it in his hand... Some shit was going down. You know, like that that was it. And not not to disparage Boromir's character. This is because of the ring, because of how it was affecting him. Yeah, I just I've gotten so confused and each time I reread the book, I'm still like, wait, what? With all of everyone's different personalities. Mm -hmm. Um I think that's kind of the big one. I feel like there were some different things with Mary and Pippin in the books or something they were a lot less comic relief mm-hmm. and they had some smarts you know was there something there's something different about how and when they show up isn't there yeah they're them and sam and another hobbit whose name escapes me are much smarter about realizing that frodo is going to be leaving and that things are going on and that and that there's a big thing happening, and they, like, call Frodo out on it and, like, join the quest voluntarily. They don't just run into them. Stumble into it. Yeah. <laughs> With armfuls of mm. carrots and cabbages. Yeah, so they're they're more uh, observant of their surroundings than the movies would imply. 
I do not remember that fifth hobbit's name. That's going to bug the shit out of me until we read the book. <laughs> um, yeah. but yep. the, So that'll be interesting. Seeing some better Pippin and, and Mary. Or not yeah. necessarily better, just different. And I know the scene with the the riddle and the gate to Moria is different. I think... And it's... I feel like it is relatively similar, but it's Mary who helps Gandalf mm-hmm. figure it out, not not Frodo. Yeah. I think. That sounds right in my brain. Jeez. I was going to so say long. Pippin, but I, one of them. Yeah, yeah. one of them. That's so many of the things I remember more from other people talking about the things that are different, and I cannot yeah. actually remember the differences myself. That's another scene that pissed me off in the movie, actually. Because the way, like, Ian McKellen acts when he's, like, reads the line, uh, the the riddle, he puts specific emphasis on the word friend as if, mm-hmm. like, uh, the whole point is that you don't know yeah. the Like, oh, it just bugs me. You don't. You don't need to make it super dumb obvious for us. Yeah, like, we can figure it out. Ah, uh, that bugs me a lot. Anyways, I'm interested to see because I honestly don't remember if my my hated Boromir ring scene is in the book or if that was a Peter Jackson original. Because if it's in the book, then <laughs> then everybody then I guess I was interpreting Boromir much worse than he actually is or something. I don't know, but like literally everybody else who holds the ring. It, it's made a big deal of. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just still so excited to see the little Silmarillion ties. Me too, yes. Like That's, that that's going to be the cool still. new thing for this read-through. Yeah, I think I read... I don't think I've read the trilogy since reading Silmarillion the first time. So yeah, that'll be interesting. I think it will all feel new, because I... I mean, it's been so long, and I can remember very, very, very little. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to read my my map, my atlas book, and figure it out <laughs> where everything is and what's going on. That'll be fun. I, I I mean that sincerely. It sounded sarcastic, but that's just how I talk. No. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, I'm just excited to be with Frodo again. Frodo's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine if he's not yours. I understand that I'm actually in a minority wherein I like the main characters and things. <laughs> I like the main characters and things. I just like really have no memory of Frodo outside of Elijah Wood. I don't not like Frodo. He's just, you know, not my favorite anymore. And I just I- feel personally, whenever I'm talking to people about their favorite characters, they want to go on and on and on and on about Aragorn and Sam. And I'm like, shut up. Frodo's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I will admit that the book makes it a lot more clear, really everyone, how the ring influences them. Yeah. And so I think some people are like, oh, Sam could just pick up Frodo and he would have carried it the whole way. And it's like, okay, no. <laughs> it's a little bit more insidious. Come on, guys. Yeah. But I, I like classic sword-wielding wielding adventure heroes, and I've never been a tortured characterization sort of person, so I just don't feel that kinship in my heart. <laughs> well, a lot of what I love about Frodo, I mean, I was making that noise because I don't believe you. Um, I was going to say, it's either either Caitlin or Caitlin has a cat that we didn't know about yeah. that's making that I, noise. You like, you like tortured dying. characters all the time, Rachel. Don't lie to us. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but my least favorite Harry Potter book is Order of the Phoenix because it's dumb that's, and stupid. You're wrong. You're just wrong. It's not your least favorite? No, it's my favorite. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
that's a different discussion. Um, <laughs> yep. Most of what I, I was going to say, most of the reasons that I love Frodo are, are sort of come to a head, I suppose, in Return of the King. So I'll probably get deep into it then. But just something to keep in mind. He's the best and everybody else is inferior. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything in particular that you're excited about or just excited to get into it again? I'm just ready to start. Yeah. Yes, we had a nice yeah. little vacation. And by vacation, I mean, we all had so mm-hmm. much work to do that we couldn't, we didn't have time to podcast and I'm ready to get back to it. Yeah, me too. And I guess uh, Rachel's got to go to class. So yeah, we'll, yeah uh, we'll my teacher just started talking in my ear and it was a cacophony of voices. <laughs> so we will end this little mini episode here. Awesome. Uh, hopefully next week we'll be drunk talking, but if not, homework is, ep- uh, I was going to say episode one, <laughs> chapter one <laughs> of The Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. So we will see you all next time. Um, if you have anything you want to say or comment on all the things that we have just talked about remembering poorly, you may contact us on Twitter at 2 or or email us at wanttoretalking at gmail.com. Um... I don't remember what else I say. So that's it. Goodbye, everyone. See you all next week for Chapter 1 of Fellowship. Bye. 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 Reading The Fellowship of the Ring. No. No. Sorry. No, that's my dog. Oh. He's here. <laughs> he has arrived. He's he's a good boy, but no. Sorry, Kaylin, you're not my dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs>